Well, hello there, family. I didn't see you there. And welcome back to another edition of Midweek Moment with the Crenshaws. I am your host, Sanchez Crenshaw, and as always, I am joined by the absolute best part of my day. I want you to say like you normally say it. The, the absolute best part, part of my day. day. Yes. The apple of my eye. Because I am. The wind beneath my wings. Fly, baby, fly. The rib that completes me. You're completed. The Garcia to my Derek. The devil is a lie. What do you mean the devil is a lie? The Garcia to my Derek. You're the Garcia to my Derek. Garcia. You're my Penelope. Penelope Cruz. Did I say Penelope Cruz? I said Garcia. Penelope Garcia? Penelope Garcia. No, I don't get it. You're my baby girl. And so you're going to keep saying stuff like no. No. Hotch. Huh? Hotch. No. Chips. No, for real. Wait, hold on. Hodge, Hodge. I didn't say punch, man. Hodge, Hodge, Hodge. No, no. The behavioral unit? No. SVU? Close. CSI? A little further away, but. MPK? What the. <laughs> Criminal Minds, oh, man. Oh, you already know I was going to get that. Criminal Minds. You playing games? How about. No, no Criminal Minds. No Criminal Minds. First of all, what characters are those? Okay, so you got Derek, Shamar Moore. Okay. See, say name. Say their real name. That would defeat all the purpose. Okay, Shamar Moore. You got Shamar Moore, mm-hmm. Derek, mm-hmm. Derek Morgan, and then you got Penelope Cruz, which is Kristen. Let, let it go. Okay, I'll let it go. I'm going to let it go. I was okay. told to let it go. Let it go. Because I had a feeling you weren't going to get love, it anyway. But I be trying. I be trying to bring you into like. No, um, not with that. This new millennial. Do what? The new millennial. It, but you don't like being brought into the new millennial. I don't have to be brought in. I'm so good. I'm going to just say stuff like Lawrence Welk to you. I'm going to yes. just say tiny, tiny bubbles, bubbles. Yes. And some Lawrence Welk. Yes. He and and maybe you'll know what I'm talking about. Hee-haw. Great memories of my grandparents. Um, yes. Small question though. Yeah. Are you going to tell the family yes, your I name? Yes, I am. First of all, the confusion. I need to backtrack. What was it again? Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds, people. Did anybody get that? Please raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Anyway. I'm saying, though, they got it. Okay, just forget it. What's going on, family? What is going on, guys? I am Angela Crenshaw, guys. That's my wife, family. is going Family, that is my wife. Hi. What's going on, babe? Nothing. How are you? I was here. It is Wednesday. Wednesday. It is hump midweek. Day. It is hump day. And family, we just want to thank you. Yes. We want to thank you guys for Absolutely. joining us. We want to thank you for partaking. Look at that clap. Look at that come clap. Come on. Look at that clap, y'all. We want to thank you for partaking. Mm, come on. Into speak. the Crenshaws. Yes. And for our new family members, have yes. you listening, whether it's on iTunes, whether yes. it's Podbean, thank whether it's Spotify, oh whether goodness. it's Google Play. Yes. Whether it's Amazon, whether it's iHeartRadio on, on our own personal Radio. website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. Yes. I'm so excited. We thank you guys. We we call all our listeners our family, family. members. Yes, and we appreciate you so much. Yes, we do. Much. Which our family is broken up into two different sections. Yes. We have our new family members yes. who this is our first time, their first time joining us. And we appreciate it. And we love you. Yes. Um, there's a special place in our heart and soul for you. Always. Yes. Yes. And then there's the returning family call and members. Call response. Say yes. You yes. turned it into one. Okay, carry on. Because for you, everything is a, is a Baptist church. Yeah. Yes, yes. Amen. I'm sorry, Pentecostal. Thank you. Get it right. Everything is a Pentecostal church to you. Amen. 
But for our returning family members, um, you know how we feel about you. Come on, returning. We love you guys so much. We thank you for sticking out with us. Appreciate it. Come on now. We thank you for joining us week in and week out. Yes, week in and week out. We thank you for for joining us. For one particular listener, I'm about to say this. Okay. We thank you for joining us two times a week. Mm. Uh huh. Two. Two. Not three. Not four. But two times. Two times times a a week. week. Mm-hmm. You can catch the Crenshaws on Wednesdays <laughs> and Fridays. Once, a, once not, not again, a, not terrific Tuesday. Wednesdays <laughs> and Fridays is when not you can like catch the Crenshaws. Not a terrific Crenshaw. Tuesday. Not a terrific Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. So, but we just want to thank you, guys. Macho Man Monday. Who? Macho Man Monday. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm the cream of the crop. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, the cream rises yes. to the top. top. Yes. Ooh, yeah. yeah. See. Think See, about it. You think about it. I'm sorry. Macho Monday. That's my. Okay, you have to understand, family. Yeah, we just went on a tangent. <laughs> but you have to understand. Monday. I I grew up a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Um, that is one of the things. Me and my grandfather. My grandfather and I. Mm-hmm. Sorry, let me get my uh, grammar correct. Words are hard today. Actually, no. I just wanted to get my grandma correct. Get your grandma correct. My grandfather and I um, mm-hmm. used to watch wrestling just religiously. Right. Um, Saturday nights together. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when you had. The old NWA, mm-hmm. which turned into WCW, um, but we used to just watch it. And my favorite wrestler of all, and we used to watch WWF um, mm-hmm. before it turned into WWE. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite wrestlers of all time uh-huh. has always been and always will be yes. the Macho Man, the macho Randy Savage. Savage. Ooh, yeah. yeah, because the cream rises to, to the top. Best promos ever. Yes. Best promos yes. ever. So, um, he lived in during the time man. where wrestling was real. Yeah. Pro wrestling was real and K-Fade was, real, al- real. was alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but family, I'm sorry, I just went off on the tirade. You did. You but did. family. Um, don't tell anybody anything else, but don't you tell did. Um, always, welcome to the cookout. Yes. Make sure you bring some aluminum foil. So, so you can, can what, babe? Take something with you. So you can take Crenshaw something with nuggets you. Or something. Or something. Or something. So with the Crenshaws. Yes. Um, as you can tell, we every once in a while, we yes. may go down a rabbit hole. Yes. Um, we may go on just a little bit of a tirade. He does every single chance he gets. Wow. But we mean well. We do. We have good intentions. The intentions are good. The intentions are great, baby. The but intentions the, are great. <laughs> but the one thing. Great. I don't know what's going on with you today, but go ahead. But the one thing we always try to do, we always try yes. to bring you perspective. Yes. Um, we always like to give you uh, a different way to look at things. Please. A different thought process, mm-hmm. if you will. So we always say, make sure you bring them the aluminum foil so you, you can, can take, take something, something with, with you. you. Yes. Now, almost done. So, family, we consider ourselves an interactive podcast. So, what yes. that means is that we can be found on the socials. We're on Instagram. We we're on Twitter. We tweet. We tweet. Is that what you say? Do you say tweet? We tweet. Do we say tweet? We're yeah, Twitters. we tweet. We're Twitters out here. We're Twitters. We're, we're Twittering. We're Twittering. Mm-hmm. Now let's go with that. I'm just killing people right now. I'm killing them. <laughs> we're on the killing socials. Right we're on the socials, family. <laughs> um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all in the Crenshaw Corner. Crenshaw Corner. And of course, you can email us at any time at thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. And once again, thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Now, family, if you tuned in to our first episode of um, the month of April, yes. um, we open it up by saying that the theme for this month yes. is going to be passion. Passion. And what we're going to do is we're going to explore. Best life. Yeah, just live out here living your best life. I'm going back and forth with you people and living my best <laughs> life. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, family, what we're going to do yes. um, throughout the month of April is that we're going to um, unpack 
mm-hmm. the theme of passion. passion. And so what we want to do on this particular episode, mm-hmm. Wednesday, um, this particular episode on Wednesday, mm-hmm. um, family, we have a guest. We do have a guest. We have a recurring guest. We're about sick of her. Yeah, we're about sick of her. People keep um, asking for her, and I don't know why. Well, it's, it's a, the Crenshaw Quanta. Yeah. Well, technically, she's a Crenshaw, so. But still. But still. But well, everybody want to. She's so funny. She's yeah. a uh, whatever. Here it is, family. So. Um, we have a guest who actually has c- become a reoccurring theme herself. Mm-hmm. Um, once She's again, her the, own personality. The family keeps asking about her, keeps right. asking for her to be on the show. Right. Um, to be honest, we don't really want her on the show. But, but we, we bring her. We like pleasing the family. Yeah, we do do it for the family. So say hello to the family. Y'all are just rude for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you going to introduce yourself, sis? Yes. Okay, carry on. I am Morgan Crenshaw, <laughs> the daughter of these two amazing, phenomenal. That was sarcasm. I didn't feel that. I didn't feel that at all. Just for the people who were listening, I didn't know if they caught it. You just want there to was an eye roll when I said phenomenal. Okay. Wow. 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 Somebody's wow. sleeping outside tonight. That's yes. all I'm saying. Again, yes. with the rudeness. I'm just saying. I'm saying. So we brought her back because since we're talking about passion and about doing living your best life and living your dreams and following your passion and what you love to do and having your gifts and talents, we wanted to talk to her because she's had the same passion for the same thing since a little girl. And then she manifested and became exactly what she said she wanted to become and so we just wanted to kind of talk to her about her passion so that's why we brought her back so people can stop asking us what's what's morgan doing how's morgan oh my gosh morgan is so funny we love hearing from morgan Morgan. okay she's such a wonderful personality don't hate me because you ain't me oh wow wow Oh wow! You hurt, baby. Um, you do know I control the microphone. Mute that mic. Turn mute your microphone. That's, that's all I gotta say. And mute. this will be a two-person show once again. And Don't you'll be, you'll be, you you'll be, you'll be sign languaging in just five more minutes. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. So, Miss um, Miss Crenshaw, Miss Crenshaw. Okay, we professional. We mm. professional. She's a professional guest. So, Miss Crenshaw, change our thought process. If you would tell the family just a little bit about yourself when it comes to your passion, and t- because yeah. like like um, Angela said, um. One thing has been constant throughout your your entire mm-hmm. life. Yeah, you know, you've always said this thing is what you were going to do. Yeah, even as a little child, mm-hmm. you know, you always said I want to do this thing. Mm-hmm. So just kind of unpack that for the family. Tell yeah. the family what that thing was yes. or what that thing is, rather. I am a teacher. Yeah, I love children. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really the that's all it boils boils down to is that I. Thoroughly love children. I love pouring into them. I love watching them grow. My favorite thing is just watching them grow from not talking, not doing anything to having flow bone sentences. Right. Mm, yeah. Now, at what age did it hit you that you know what I want to go into education? Um, I always, I think I fought it for a very long time. I, for people who do not know, I am the oldest grandchild. Um, on my mom's side of the family Mm -hmm. so that means I was always the caretaker of my younger cousins I was always Morgan watch this Morgan watch him Morgan watch her Morgan can you babysit so for the longest of times I did not want to do anything with children Mm -hmm. but I started volunteering at 11 12 at the YMCA with um five-year-olds and it kind of just stemmed from there again I fought it in high school I was like I'm gonna be an editor but then turned into editor of children's books so I just (laughs) could not get away from children by the time it was time to um you know apply for college I was like I'm gonna be a teacher and just I left it at that you just did it 
what okay so tell me this this thing about being because if anybody knows you like she's so excited about lesson I've never seen someone so excited about making lesson plans like she just recently came and how she was like let me tell you it's about to be earth day we're gonna make dirt and we're gonna make lava lamps and I'm looking at her like uh-huh but the excitement behind that is so crazy so again not trying to shy away from your, what you're doing as an older person but as a young person for you to know this like you okay but did you know what type of teacher or are you just like I just want to teach I just want this I just want to teach or did you know you want to be in the school system like what did you when you consider teaching because sometimes with people they kind of box teaching in into one box like you must teach in right. school when there's so many other traditional arenas yeah traditional mortar right exactly classroom type teaching so yeah. what was that for you for the longest of time I thought that teaching was just I had to be in a classroom right. I had to be in, I had to, had to be in four brick walls with 32 students in front of me teaching mm -hmm. five subjects a day for 90 minute lessons mm -hmm. right. um, and that's what I went to school for I have a I have a bachelor's degree a master's of science in elementary education right um Oh, you smart out here. You got a bachelor's and a master's. Okay. Yes. Well, I didn't even bring up the master's yet, but might, might as well. And in May, I shall have a <laughs> oh master's Humble of science. Much. Humble much? No, not at all. Um, <laughs> I have a master's of education <laughs> with a track of teacher leadership. Nice. So for the longest of times, it was, okay, I have to be in a school system. Well, I got into the school system. Mm -hmm. How'd that work? I didn't like the school system. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but why, did, why didn't you like the school system? Because I have always been told, and I know I do, one, three things, I say three, but I don't really know. One thing, I do not like authority. Mm -hmm. I don't being like, I don't like being told what to do. Right. Mm -hmm. um, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Second. We know that. You're not going to tell me what I can and cannot do when it comes to my children. Okay. Because... God forbid I have a child who goes through child abuse because it happens. I have to go through 17 different steps before they get help. No, sir. What right. you're not going to do is I don't want to go through bureaucracy and red tape to help the child that is in need in right. front of right. me. Um, and three, I just, I've always wanted, teaching to me is just completely different than politics and a, a, a data point and mm -hmm. a test score. It is what are you going to learn in my classroom that you can take for the rest of your life? Right. right. And that's good. Recently, um, I made a move back from Greenville where I was located and I started teaching at a private preschool. And the the biggest thing that they started that you know they taught us is yes, we are infant through preschool, but we're not a daycare. Right. We are teachers. Right. We're teaching your children STEM, sign language, science, social studies, music and movement at right. eight at six weeks wow so that kind of broke the mold of i don't just have to be a quote-unquote teacher that you see on tv right. right i don't have to be that um and one thing that to answer your question i i'm no longer a teacher i'm an educator mm, come on oh, now i went from come on sis because there's I can teach you how to ride a bike. Right. But I'm going to educate you on the mechanisms of how to ride that bike so you can take that for the rest of your life. Yep. That's parents, that master's degree right parents there. parents raised you well, whoever they are. Somebody raised you well. Somebody raised you well. I got a question for you, though. Yes. Um, along those lines. Because, as we said, you knew from a very early age, mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of where you wanted to be. Mm -hmm. You wasn't sure the direction, but you knew the field that you want. You knew regardless of what it looked like, you were going to be an educator. Right. So my question is, because you decided at a young age, 
what kind of obstacles did you get along the way? Any adversity that you saw? Um, was there anyone telling you that you were too young to know what you wanted to do? You know what I'm saying? So what kind of, what, yeah. was there any, I want I don't want to say necessarily setbacks, but yeah, adversities, any adversities mm-hmm. that you saw. Any because, stumbling blocks. Yeah. Because you chose at a very young age, kind of the path you wanted to take. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all my roadblocks were personal. They were, mm. they were self roadblocks. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I said, I fought it for so long. I didn't want to be the one who always was taking care of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately and gratefully, I have a family that was very supportive. It didn't, no matter what I said I wanted to do, mm-hmm. you want to teach? Cool. We're going to volunteer. You want to act cool. We're going to put you in place. You want to do this? We're going to do this. So I've never had that. It was more mental. It was more, you know what? Let me take that back. It was the money portion of it. What do you mean? I always got, teachers don't make a lot of money. Okay. Yeah. If I'm teaching for the money, I'm not teaching for the right things. Right. Right. If I wanted to make money, I'd go be, I'd go have a business degree and make my, and you know, and do something like that. And that was, I knew and you always told me that if I could do something for free, that is my passion. Mm-hmm. I've been volunteering since I was 11. And I yeah. volunteered from 11 to 18 when I went to college. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Faithfully, never skipped a year. So I went from the YMCA to the church to babysitting to all these other things. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is what I want to do. Right. So do you think that being fed, because that's what you said you wanted to do. And a lot of times when people have a passion... They have it, but no one is feeding it. So do you think because you were fed, like volunteer at the Y with children, volunteer at church with children, volunteer, volunteer, you know, do whatever you need to do to, to be around children to make sure that that's exactly what you wanted to do. Did that help, though? Did that help you a lot? Yes, because it pointed me to where I wanted to be. Okay. So teaching in a everybody knows the school system goes from K to 12. I knew from a very young age that I could not teach high schoolers or middle schoolers. <laughs> I do not have the temperament nor the mind capacity mm-hmm. to teach a 13 year old. Right. I used to tell my parents at 13, I'm a teenager and I hate being a teenager because mm-hmm. I am moody for no reason. And I am sorry. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I do not know what's going on. So imagine me, at, I'm currently 24 getting my master's. Imagine me 24 sitting in front of 18 year olds who think they know better than me. Yeah. I'm going to get arrested yeah. <laughs> for putting my hands on somebody else's child. <laughs> so I knew that was out for me. So you already, so high school, you already just take, take, take that out. Yeah, take, take that out. out high school, take out middle, take out middle. Okay. Um, so yeah, I knew I, I knew I wanted to do youngers and I've, you know, I've but been wait, in, you did wait, but you did work with middle school at one time, didn't you? Yes, and that solidified that I did not like them. What was the <laughs> okay, okay? That solidified. That solidified. Okay, so what was like what was okay? So you, I just want to backtrack because you're saying I know I did not after, after these experiences I did not want to be and then you gave some examples I did not want to be in a, a school system when you were teaching middle school. How was that for you? Um, so the middle school that I taught was not a typical middle school. It mm-hmm. was a summer program um, called Breakthrough Collaborative. I taught it in Minnesota two mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And I it was for um, underprivileged children who just needed some enrichment throughout right. the summer. Mm-hmm. And it was a program that you had to apply for. And um, once you got in through sixth grade, you stayed all the way up into eighth grade. Like wow. that was you, you know, you were in, you were in. Okay. Um, so I had the little sixth graders. Yep. 
Yep. <laughs> yep. You, you yeah, had the sixth that, grade. That was it. Sixth grade. That was it. No, it was just, it was two things for me. It was a culture shock because I had just finished undergrad. Mm-hmm. So that means I had just spent four years dealing with fifth graders. Mm-hmm. That was the highest I ever went. Right. So culture shock, boom. Now I have 11, 12 year olds. Okay. Right. Second of all, if no one knows anything about the Midwest, their culture up there is um, East African. So there are a lot of Somalians, which mm-hmm. is something that I hadn't really encountered. Right. Um, so that was another culture thing that I was not prepared for. So I will say one thing about the teaching profession is you have no idea who you're going to encounter, but you can learn so much from them. Right. right. So it was, you know, it was just it was just culture shock after culture shock. And I don't know. It was just it was just teaching and then a lot of middle schoolers have that aloofness where I don't want to do what you're telling me so I'm not going to do it but mm-hmm. if I tell you to do something I want you to do it right then and there but they didn't do it so now I'm looking at them staring at them but I can't because they know my kids so <laughs> right. it was yeah. only three months it was only three months it was three months count down to three months has it ever been experienced where and I know you got a question babe sorry no, um, has there ever been experience where you just like you know what I just don't want to teach at all I just like has it ever become too much because even though because even though it's our passion we want to do it so bad Sometimes it can become so daunting and so, I don't know, will you just be like, I, I, I just don't, have you ever experienced that? Will you just like, I just don't want to teach anymore. I, I don't think that I thought that, you know, not saying that I thought that this was the thing I wanted, but it wasn't. Have you ever second guessed yourself? I guess I'm trying to say. In my senior year of college, mm. uh, during my internship, and y'all know where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. I called my parents all four of them mm-hmm. <laughs> after school and told in tears telling yeah. them that a 10 year old boy just tried to fight me mm-hmm. I that, that tore me to pieces mm-hmm. because here I am trying to respect you as a human being not a child not a 10th grader not a 5th grader I'm trying to respect you as a human mm-hmm. tell you some things that you need to know about yourself mm-hmm you get tag off your book bag and score it but me like you want to go because we can go mm-hmm. sir you reached my chin let's go ahead and start there <laughs> you reached my chin but it was just the fact that he felt like he had the right to square up at me yeah, yeah and i'm yeah. just like i don't i could not wrap my head around that and i think that's right then and there i was like i do not want to do this anymore yeah so how did you how did you how did you unpack that? How did you work through that? Because as someone who doesn't live that life, you know, all you want to do is educate. You have a great heart. You have an open heart. You just mm-hmm. want to, you're a giver. You just want to help them help themselves better themselves. Right. And to have that interaction where it almost became physically violent, where you were almost assaulted by, like you said, a, a fifth grader, right. a 10 year old, it's almost your height, you know, a child, you know, so how do you, how do you process that? How do you process that? How do you mm-hmm. work through that? Um, for me, I kind of, I'm the type where I kind of just have to cry my river and then I, so I cried my river. I called my parents. They're my biggest support systems. Um, and then after that, I don't know, I brushed it off Mm -hmm. and I came back the next day. Um, because there was, I, I decided right then and there that no matter how much anger he has in his little body, his anger is not at me personally. Right. He right. has other things that's going on in his life that right. is affecting him and that is making him lash out and that's is not personal. It's not my mm-hmm. fault. Um so was it hard for me to go back the next day? Of course it was. Right. But did I go back the next day and 
talked to him about it and you know we just kept it pushing yes because I had to because that was my job right you know I feel like I had to get to a point where whatever happened in that school I had to brush off my shoulders and not take it home because I'm just going to stew in it and be upset right. about it and just right. be uh about it and then give it to somebody else and it's something that they don't deserve so mm-hmm. it was one of those things where I was just like it happened and now let's move on because at the end of the day I have a degree to get and that's how I thought about it I mm-hmm. have to pass I have to continue what I'm doing because I cannot give up my dream because of this right. of this test Mm-hmm. Now, for the family member who is at a crossroad right now, because that was a crossroad for you, mm-hmm. you know, that was your moment to decide which direction you want to go in. Right? Do you want to just be like, you know, what, I don't want to do this anymore and find a new path, or right. buckle down and say, you know what, this is what I'm built for, and I'm a, I'm a pursue it. Right. So, for a family member who's at a crossroad right now, it doesn't have to be teaching; it could be anything writing, creating, building a business, whatever their passion Mm -hmm. is, and they're at that crossroad right now, well, they have to make the decision, do I continue? Do I continue to push on? Mm -hmm. Or do I do something different? What would be your advice for them right now? Um, I would just go back to thinking on what made you choose this in the first place. Mm-hmm. What made you choose the path you're on in the first place? If What's it is a path of superficial things, money, prestige, title, mm-hmm. that's not where you belong in the first place. Right. right. If you can sit down and say, I can do this every day, no matter what is being thrown at me, then that's where you belong. Um. Yeah, I just, it just, I don't know. You just have to really just think about like, mm-hmm can I see myself retiring in this in 60 years? Right. Is this where I see myself living for the rest of my life? And if it's yes, go ahead. Also, if that particular path you're on is not working for you, but you want to do something like that, find your own way to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just because I'm a teacher doesn't mean that I'm a school teacher. I right. teach infants. I teach 12 to 18 month olds. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you I teach them, I teach them. Mm -hmm. They're learning the ABCs. They're learning sign language. I'm teaching my nephew sign language now and he's not even one. That's right. All done. All done. All done. All done. done. Um, So just find a new way to do it. I had to. And I'm happier than I've been in years. Yeah. Because I realized I did not want to be in the school system. I wasn't going to sacrifice my happiness for a check. Right. right exactly and I think sometimes people think when they're doing a passion let's speak say about nursing and they're going I want to be a nurse and that's my passion and they think that the only way to be is in the in the hospital right. versus understanding that you can be a virtual nurse you can be a nurse at a school you, you can, can be, be a traveling you nurse can be a traveling nurse there's so much to that and I think what happened for you is when your first thought process, and you can correct me if I was wrong, was okay, I'm going to be a teacher, but I'm going to be in the classroom, not knowing that there were so many other opportunities to be a teacher in different ways. Is that correct? Correct. Right. So I, I always say, like, you know, your passion, you keep doing your passion and you you volunteer and do stuff, and it'll actually lead you to exactly where you need, you really want to be. But don't close, because I have to tell Morgan all the time, don't close yourself off to one thing. Yes, you're, you're a teacher, you're an educator, but that doesn't mean you have to be in one area find other areas to to be in until you find the one that you love you know so that's been so important there's one thing um there's a particular um creator that i follow 
and most people know who I'm talking about. Um, Kev on stage. Kev on stage. Kev on stage. When I tell you, shout out to Kev on stage yeah. and Miss Kev on stage. I love. Yeah, Kev's phenomenal. Them. Um, if you don't, if you're not, if you've never heard of his story and I don't know who I'm talking about, go to Instagram, go to Facebook, yeah, go to YouTube and just look up Kev on stage. Kev on stage. And just watch his material. Um, he used to be at All Def Digital. Actually, still with All Def Digital. Yeah. Um, but he's just his story is amazing. But there's one thing he said. Um, he said that he got, and I'm going to paraphrase, he got tired of asking people to be at that table. Mm-hmm. So he built his own. That's right. And so he started his own production company. Right. He started his own studio. Mm-hmm. He's making, they're making um, short films and yeah. having other creators come in and making content. And he yeah. he built his own table. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm saying this is because it's kind of what Morgan was touching on. If you're, if you're at a place where you're like, but there's no way for me to do this or mm. I'm tired of having to ask somebody if right. I can do this or right. how to do this, then build your own. Yeah. Then figure out a way to do it where you're doing it the way you want to do right. it. Because here's the thing about following your passion. A lot of the times mm-hmm. it doesn't have to look a certain way. Right. You know, there's, it's a old, it's a old expression. I don't know if people say it anymore, um, but there's more than one way to skin a cat. Yes. <laughs> And that's an old country. That's an old country say, expression. Yeah. Said all the time, there's one way to skin a cat. But there's more than one way to do things. Absolutely. Like Andrew's talking about. You know, there's so many different ways of being a nurse. Yeah. There's so many different ways of being a teacher. There's so mm-hmm. many different ways of being a writer. Right. You know, if you're a person that, that loves writing, you don't necessarily have to be an author. You can be a I mean, you can be a ghost writer, you right. can be a freelance writer. Mm-hmm. There are so many different um freelance websites you can yeah. go to so where avenues. people are, are looking to hire somebody to write something for them to write a paper for them to yeah. write a chapter for them write greeting cards write greeting cards right there's just so many different ways to exactly. do it so just because you may have have hit a brick wall in mm-hmm. one avenue of following right. your passion right then you know what either go over the wall or go through it yeah was there ever a time that you thought to yourself you know what i've hit a brick wall i don't know what to do and, and I know we've talked about that a little bit earlier. I've hit a brick wall. I don't know what to do or I don't know what I'm doing. And if so, and I say that to you because there's so many family members out there right now that's going, okay, I get it. I know my passion, but I've, I've hit a brick wall. I, I, I don't know what to do and I don't even know what I'm doing. Did you ever feel that way before? Yes. I felt that way. Um, I was in my... It was about a year ago, actually, before I moved back to Charlotte. Um, COVID was heavy, so you right. know everybody was heavy. Right, right. Everybody's head was heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, heart was heavy. Um, and one thing I remember calling you guys and telling you how I felt, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to teach. Teaching does not make me happy. And one thing that stuck with me that I'm going to tell the family members is, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Once I figured out that it's okay not to know Mm -hmm. the weight lifted off my chest yeah um and then i know some people are like well i'm 42 like what do you mean it's okay it's okay Mm -hmm. to be 42 and not know what you're doing Mm -hmm. it is all right only the only one that you're battling is yourself you're not battling anybody else right just because people say oh you're 66 and you should have your life together no ma'am no ham no turkey Mm -hmm. no ma'am no ham Ham, no no turkey turkey. all righty okay then school teacher take that one with you family (laughs) i'm sorry educator (laughs) educator 
Listen, it is. Listen, if you feel like at 66, you want to do something different, then do something different. Right. No one's t- no one's telling you no, but you. Yeah. Absolutely. And once you tell yourself yes, then do it. Honestly, the biggest thing that you can do is research because that's what I had to do. Yeah. I l- literally had to open my laptop and mm-hmm. just start typing stuff in. Yeah. Typing absolutely. in different ways to teach, yeah. different ways to be a teacher. How can I do a teacher, but I don't want to do this? How can I do this, but I don't want to do yeah. this? And just see what's out there because like and was saying we close ourselves off from thinking yeah. you know different things so once we the world is your oyster it's yeah. right there open your laptop open your phone Seek go to the, the library click on instagram let me tell you the fbi who lives in your phone say a word it'll be on your ad yeah teacher now right now tomorrow now, right now shop now for it'll be right there <laughs> teacher cuts te- teacher book bags teacher notes right so yes. it is okay just read research Make pros and cons. Yeah. Think about it. Find you a good support system. Yeah. A absolutely. support system that is not going to belittle what you're doing because it's not a support system. Right. A support system is going to just sit there and listen and go, okay. Mm-hmm. Because that's all you need to do is vent about it. Exactly. Ange does this thing now once I got older. Do you want my advice or are you just ranting? Mm-hmm. I need to know. I just need to know. Before so I know where it I stand. was, before we started the Crunch Corner years ago, it was, do you need mom or do you need AD? Yeah. So, <laughs> like, who is AD? AD is her um, alter ego, her her mentor alter ego. Uh-huh. We call her AD Crenshaw. Uh-huh. Sometimes I need AD. Yeah. Sometimes they need mom. Sometimes I need a mixture of both. Find yeah. you a mixture of both. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm different. I'm a little rough around the edges. So oh, they know. And I know I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly, but Wayne Deshaun. Who do what? Who did something? Wayne Deshaun. Okay. Who's no, this I'm guy? not cursing. I'm not being inappropriate. Uh-huh. I'm giving you a name. Okay. Wayne Deshaun. Wayne Deshaun. It's something. And when I tell you who it is, mm-hmm. you'll understand. It's something that Morgan just touched on. Because a lot of people a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. Because they're a certain age, they feel like their time is up. Yeah. They feel like you know, I can't pursue this dream. I can't yeah. pursue this passion. You know, I'm of this age. Mm-hmm. Wang Deshaun is the 80-year-old Chinese male model. Oh, my God. He's beautiful. I know exactly. Oh, my God. I know exactly who he is. That did not start modeling until he was in his late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, I know exactly. And he's a, he's a worldwide phenomenon. Yes. Please look him up. He's a beautiful yes, family. man. W-A-N-G, first name, last name is D-E-S-S. H U N Wayne Deshaun. Yeah. And he did not start. Yeah. And he's in a profession that you have to be young. young. You have to be so, thin. So they you have say. To, yeah, so they say. So they say. You know, there's certain, you know, characteristics and criteria that you have to check mm-hmm. off. And he's like, nah, I don't want to do that. I want to do it my way. And when I want to do it. And when I want to do, do it, it and how I want to do yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And he's became a literally a worldwide phenomenon in his late seventies, early eighties, and he's a fashion model. Yeah, he's beautiful. Yeah. Please look please look him up. And I think people need to understand too that just just because you're not doing it doesn't mean the passion for what you want to do is going to go away. First of all, it for some reason it burns even stronger when you don't do it. So you might as well just go ahead and do it because the less you do it, the more ag- aggravated and I can't yeah. even explain it to you. It's almost like toxic, like poison to your body. Yeah. So it doesn't matter, but you have to understand, like Morgan said, if you have this passion, look at different avenues because it may not, you have this passion, but it may not be in the direction that you think you're going. And she thought she was going to be in a school teaching. 
she's in a school, but not the kind of school that she thought she right. was going to be in. And she wasn't teaching. She taught the way she wanted to teach. She wanted freedom, but she had to go different avenues and teach different ways to even know that she wanted the freedom to teach. Am I correct? Yes. What were you, you about to say, Tara? You know? Um, just to touch on what both of y'all were saying, when you have a passion and you were trying to, like, live in that passion make sure you do it the way you want to do it or you will burn out mm -hmm. that is why teacher burnout mm -hmm. is so turned around mm. um, a few things a lot of people go into teaching think they're going to get an mrs degree if you don't want an mrs degree it's a mrs degree you're going to be a teacher you're going to marry a baseball player you're going to get money that way that is not <laughs> teaching you have to have the heart yeah and the strength for teaching yeah because you are overworked underpaid and underappreciated come on now there's three things that teachers will always be which i don't understand because if there's no teacher there's no doctors because they can't read right wow sorry i've been sitting on that for a very long time <laughs> and it bothers me speak it speak um, your truth babe but you don't want to burn out in your passion because you don't want to make the mistake of losing what your passion. Right. I don't want people to go around thinking like, okay, well, I want to do this. So I'm going to do this. Well, if you're not doing it the correct way, you're going to burn out. You're going to lose it. So mm -hmm. make sure you're living in your truth and what you truly want to do. Right. That's right. Right. Um, there's one thing, and I'm not, I, I didn't originate this thought, so mm -hmm. I'm not going to take credit for it. But there's a saying that when you go to a cemetery and you look at a tombstone, mm -hmm. there's two dates you see. Mm -hmm. You see the date a person was born yeah. and the date a person died. Right. But in between that, you see a dash. Mm -hmm. We pay more attention to the date of birth and the date of death, but what we should be paying attention to is that dash. Their life lived. What did you do with that life given? Yeah. In between the date you were born and mm -hmm. the date that you died, right. What did you do with what you were given mm -hmm. in between? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we spend so much time worrying about that end number right. that we miss that dash. dash. Yeah. And that's what it has to be about when you're, like Morgan was talking about with your passion and, and going for it, it's that dash. What are you doing with the dash? Yeah. And if you and if you're in a position where you're not doing something that's fulfilling you, mm -hmm. then what can you do to change that? Yeah. What what yeah. can you change? What can you do? Right. What small steps can you take to be able to change it that yeah. you can get to a position yeah. where you're being fulfilled by what you're doing, where you can spend the rest of your life doing this thing? I think that's one of the most profound things you said, Mo, right. is that, you know, can I do this thing for the rest of my life? Right. You know, can I see myself until my eyes close permanently doing this thing right. for the rest of my life and being fulfilled for, and being fulfilled by it? Because I think that sometimes, because of course, both your grandmothers are educators. You have one grandmother who's a librarian, am I correct? Yes. And then you have grandma who's been a school teacher. And one thing that always told when she retired she didn't think as far as she was an educator she was a teacher she'd been doing it for 39 years and I always explained to her the 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 problem that just wears on her soul is because when she retired she just stopped doing her passion she didn't have to she could have tutored she could have volunteered you know there's so many even then when you come out of this whatever system you in if that's your passion don't stop doing it because you're not doing it in, in corporate America. Do it for fun. Do it because you love it. And I always tell her, Mommy, teach. You go go volunteer to school. Go tutor some second and third graders. So now she's basically teaching her grandsons, you know, because they're there with her now. And that that's what brings her fulfillment when they come ask her questions. And, right. and she sees the aha moment. She's like, ooh, I just got him. He just understood. And people need to understand that just because you stop 
doesn't mean your passion stops. That right. was that was and most people say stop chasing your passion. But see, the thing about that, stop chasing your passion, to be honest, your passion's gonna chase you. Your passion, yeah. your passion chases you. It you it fuels what you do each and every single day. It fuels you every time that you do a lesson plan and come home and be so excited about these little lesson plans and I'll be like, Okay. Uh huh. Wow. Because for me, it's not the lesson plans; it's the enjoyment that my kids get. Yeah. My kids are twelve to eighteen months, mm-hmm. so they don't understand life. It right. is okay. But when I make a volcano, and their eyes get big, mm-hmm. that brings me joy. Yeah. When I yeah. can introduce them to new foods, it mm-hmm. brings me joy. Like right. Earth Day, we're making dirt cups, dirt in a cup. Dirt in a cup. Y'all. I'm so y'all ain't it's ready. just chocolate pudding with cookies on top. I'm so serious. <laughs> but dirt but in cup. they're gonna we're making lava lamps. Like it is I'm introducing them. I was so ex- okay. I'm sorry to cut you off, sis, because I have to. I was so excited when she told me how to make my own little lava plant. Tell the people okay. how to make the lava so in make a lava, lava lamp. lamp. You need a jar, <laughs> mason jar, whatever you want. We made it in a water bottle before. You fill it up three fourths of the way with oil, vegetable, or canola. You maybe do uh, a fourth of a cup of water in it and then you put food coloring just a couple drops mm-hmm. what makes the lava lamp is Alka-Seltzer Alka-Seltzer is anybody because pay- Alka-Seltzer so oil and water of course splits right so the oil the water's gonna settle on the bottom the water the Alka-Seltzer is gonna come all the way down hit the water and make everything bubble up come on Alka-Seltzer that's, I'm gonna actually do that myself. I want to try. I told you. I was, gonna that. Do that. I was yeah. so excited. I to do one for like Buddha a little. Butt. Yeah, yeah I was so that. excited. Like a little kid. I was like, oh, we're gonna do that. So I can make so, my yeah. own. So it's stuff like that. that bring, the fact that you guys are excited. Think about like little kids. Yeah, like, yeah. They don't know what's happening, but they're like, <gasps> yay! Yay! That's what, that is what I get. They I love, love it. it. So I love watching that. I've had babies come to me that aren't eating, that aren't holding their holding anything in their hand, that aren't speaking, that is telling me. The same child I've had for six months, he came to me the other day and was like, she's crying. Well, yes, she is crying. <laughs> but I'm like, why is she crying? He goes, I don't know. I don't know either. But just so the fact that you're talking. That, it's the fact that you're talking and eating. It's just, it's pouring into them. And their yeah. parents come back and be like, whatever you're doing is working and I thank you for it it's not for the money it's not for the recognition it is the fact that I'm making a difference in a child's life one child at a time is how I live so last question before we go because I know we got to go this was supposed to be a moment but has it made a difference in Morgan's life yes Mm -hmm. it does I wake up joyful to go to work Mm, I that's what I want to hear if you can wake up joyful no matter if you are hurting sick don't want to call some days you're gonna call some days it's okay to play hooky it is okay to play hooky if you got the PTO for it (laughs) if you got the PTO Um, got the time but the pay time off you can wake up and it is snowing and raining and you're it's cold outside and you be like okay gotta get to work then it that's what you're supposed to do Mm, I love it Miss Crenshaw leave the family with a final thought what's your final thought sis um final thought I don't know do whatever makes you do whatever is the first thing on your mind and the last thing on your mind when you wake when you go to sleep so if you wake up thinking about it and go to sleep thinking about it that's what you're supposed to be doing I like that first of all I want to say this is almost like my heart because 
all the things that we import into her as a young person, as a younger person, for right. her to regurgitate it right now, I'm looking at her like she was listening. She was paying attention. Was paying you attention. have been just paying- because I look like I wasn't doesn't mean I wasn't. Okay, yeah, she I was. was. He was paying attention. She was paying attention. My final word for you is: let the passion burn you. Let it burn inside of you. Do something with it until the day you die. Don't carry all of that inside of you to the grave. Right. That's my final thought. I got you. My final thought is actually going to be one stolen from you. You said something. I don't know if you realize you said it, but it was. I found it so powerful. Whether or not you chase the passion, the passion is going to chase you. Mm-hmm. So when you have that thing, as Morgan was talking about, that thing that you wake up thinking about, that thing that you go to bed thinking about, mm-hmm. whether or not you pursue it, <laughs> it's going to pursue you. It's coming after you. It's coming after you. It's coming. <laughs> so you might as well meet it halfway right. yeah. because it's coming yeah. for you. Absolutely. Are you going to say something, Turtle? Sorry, I just have one last thought. Don't confuse a passion for a love. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Brandon, I was just thinking about that. No, I break it. Come on and be a Crenshaw woman. Come I, on, break it down, sis. I love cooking, but cooking is not my passion. Come cooking on. is my love language. Yeah. I tell people I love them when I cook for them. Right. Mm-hmm. But my passion is children. So if there's something you love to do, do it. But if there's something that burns inside of you, that's your passion. So don't confuse those two. Sorry, I just wanted to differentiate real teach. quick. Teach. No, out here teaching. Teach again. Educate Come on, educator. I'm an educator. May 7th, okay? Go ahead and send the cash apps. <laughs> Where can they send? May, tell them you graduate in May 7th. I'm going to drop it on the podcast. You're going to drop your I cash I drop my app. socials one time. I dropped the cash app too. Uh, okay. let, them, let them know that bless you. Bless. Get, Go ahead and bless what, me on my, on my next journey. It is um, M.M. Bonet 97. <laughs> is that like a dollar sign? Yeah, yeah. Dollar, dollar yeah, sign. I'm going to check that again because I'm going to come back. But it's M-M-M-O-N-E-E 97. <laughs> Go ahead, May 7th. She Go graduate. ahead and drop that on May 7th. On, every, for every $5 dollar count. Any dollar count. count. Any dollar count. <laughs> Family, you heard it. Every dollar count. Every dollar count, y'all. Go ahead and send an appreciation offering Yes. Go on and send a love uh, offering, y'all. <laughs> Morgan Crenshaw, we thank you as always yes. for joining us. Always good to we be with you. thank you for being Seriously. here. Seriously. Um, family, we I thank you. I see why you. they love you. Yeah, I see why they <laughs> love, love it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family, yeah. we thank you. We thank you for listening, family. However you're listening, whether it's on iTunes, whether yes. it's Podbean, whether it's Spotify, yes. whether it's Google Play, whether it's Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or on yes. our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. Mm-hmm. Remember, family, we are interactive podcast, which are. means we can be found on the socials. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook, all in the Crenshaw Corner. And of course, you can email us at any time at thecrenshawcorn at gmail.com. Yes. Once again, thecrenshawcorn at gmail.com. Yes. And as always, family, welcome to our journey. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.